Welcome to the number one podcast. I am your host, Coach Jake. This is where we explore the journey from no one to number one. Your host, Coach Jake. Crazy uh, topic today. Stay tuned. I hope you guys like it. Pierre, what's up? Lovely Kate, world's okay as wrestler. What's up? Chance, Nelly, happy to see you guys. Hit me up in the chat. Give me a number one. Garcia Sports, what's up, Paul? Uh, uh, Bobby Guns, uh, happy to see all you guys. Man, this weekend's going to be crazy. Um, excited to see all you guys um, here. Hit me up in the chat. You got any questions? Today, I'm actually going to be, you know, I try to be lighthearted. I try to be um, motivating, and maybe it'll still be that way. I don't know. Uh, Jess Stick, hi from the UK. What's up, man? International. Greek Pete the Bar Yallerhead. Billy, happy to see all you guys. Um, Adolf. Yeah, what's up, Paul? Good to see you. Real 1306. So today I wanted to talk about something, and I'm hoping that this is inspiring. It's hard for me to talk about. Uh, Chance, E67, I want to be a fighter and I really enjoy grappling. Do you have any tips? Go find yourself a good gym, get to training camps, find yourself a good mentor, get a coach. Those are probably like my fastest, quickest tips. Come join us this weekend if you're near Denver. We're going to be um, at um, V10 Martial Arts in Aurora, Colorado. Two-day camp, killer. Uh, excited. Got Gil Olivas, uh, one of the scientific wrestling uh, coaches, coming up from Arizona. Uh, he's a great, great coach. Also, uh, myself, John Fabricatori, for those of you locals, probably the, I think he was the first guy that I coached in cradles to win grappling competitions. Great. Just Super cool guy. Uh, what's up, Lucky Nakazawa? Nordic Strength, happy to see all you guys. Again, throw in number one in the chat if you like what you're hearing. Today, I want to talk about something that is uh, near and dear to me. I have tattooed on my chest, per aspera ad astra. And what that means in Latin is through adversity to the stars. And I want to discuss today my journey and what I had to overcome, the obstacles I had to overcome to revive Catches Catch Can Wrestling, which is probably one of my biggest accomplishments. I have a couple others that I'm pretty proud of. The Mace Bell uh, being one, uh, being a, 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 a hands-on dad and husband and being very active and having a great family is, is another building multiple businesses uh, beyond that. I think those are probably my biggest accomplishments. But I want to talk today about this. Through adversity to the stars, my journey overcoming obstacles to revive Catch Catch Can Wrestling. I actually wrote a blog post about this. Um, I will be sharing that on the socials as well. It'll be a little bit di different, obviously, because it's extemporaneous. But, um, you know, I... I've done a lot of things that I'm proud of, but probably the thing that I am proudest of outside of my kids and my wife and my family is what I've been able to accomplish with scientific wrestling. You know, um, in 2003, I launched the company. A lot of you guys know this. Been working with the number one guys, hence number one, in the field. Very proud of the accomplishments. You guys could go check Scientific Wrestler, Scientific Wrestling, 
Shoot Pro Wrestling, King of Catch Wrestling, War Catch Wrestling, all of the things, all of the books, all of the instructionals, all of the training camps, all the legends I've made uh, available to you guys, um, competition opportunities. I'm very proud of all of that because, you know, one of, I think on my tombstone or whatever, I, I don't know if I'm going to get buried. I'm on a, I'm on a funeral pyre. <laughs> but uh will be, you know, that I was one of, if not the main guy responsible for bringing back the sport of catch cat wrestling, which is what Billy Robinson has uh, been saying. And, uh, you know, a lot of really big guys. So I want to talk about, you know, you guys all see the products and the end results. But I'd like to go into some of the adversities and things I've had to overcome because recently on social media, I was, I've been very blessed. I had uh, Mike Zenga, who, if you don't know, he is the owner of um, uh, BJJ Fanatics, Wrestling Fanatics, the whole Fanatics branch of instructionals. Uh, he approached me, asked me if I wanted to do an instructional. You know, at first I like, me? And he was like, yeah, man. I was like, okay. So I did, uh, I've done three of them so far. I might have one more in me. And they've all been incredibly well-received. I've been very, very blessed. Catch Wrestling Submissions, Catch Wrestling Takedowns, and the Nelson family. And a lot of material that people had never seen, especially integrated in the way that I've integrated and taught it in a way that was made it available to people that aren't necessarily high-level wrestlers, but want to improve their wrestling and fast for competition. Now, what people don't know, so... They promoted uh, one of my things, one of my videos, um, one of my best-selling videos, uh, Catch Wrestling Submissions. And man, in the comments, man, people were roasting. And this isn't easy for me to talk about because, you know, it's, it's not. Uh, I don't know what to say. I try not to take myself too seriously. I, you know, as you can tell, I'm always joking and I tease other people and, other, and I get roasted and all that's fine. I got thick skin. I don't care. But, Man, some of these people on the comments were just laying into me. And so I'm like, all right, every single person who who that I've got is a hater. And you're going to have that if you go and you make any kind of impact in the world, right? Like look up Britney Spears. You type in love Britney Spears, you get a bajillion uh, posts. And if you put hate Britney Spears, you get a bajillion posts. It's just part of the nature of the game. And I've reconciled myself with it. However... You know, I know that there's a lot of people out there that want to be able to do what I've done, but they're really bothered by people being cruel or mean or insensitive to them. And in particular, people who have disabilities or serious injuries, and I'm one of them. So I've faced and triumphed over challenges along this journey with reviving catches catch can um that may have stopped other people and probably has but for me a lot of the hardships and 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 difficulties and in some of those hardships are discrimination <laughs> have only fueled me and made me more driven to succeed okay so i try not to take myself too seriously but online haters man they've they've really inspired me to address this not only in this talk, but in a blog, okay? And it always, this always recurs 
every time I leave, he hit like a new audience or a bigger level of people being introduced to me. And this has happened to me ever since I was injured back in 2008. I didn't know it at the time, but I suffered a carotid dissection and mini strokes. It wasn't diagnosed for 10, almost 11 years afterwards. Okay. But my, my aiming here is not for any other reason. I'm not a dweller. I don't like pity parties, any of that, but I'm hoping to inspire some people to push past difficulties, injuries, and in particular, some of the cruelty and discrimination that you might face if <laughs> some of those injuries have left you, I don't know what the right word is, but deformed or, you know, with looking weird. <laughs> so quick background. I'm a grappler. Uh, I retired 2013 of, officially. I was having the strokes. I didn't know it. I was suffering for about five years before I finally retired. And I didn't, still didn't know what it was, but my arm wasn't working. I was losing vision. Some of my thought patterns were like, couldn't think the same way. And a carotid dissection, my left carotid artery is completely occluded or closed from a choke. This is something that's happening more and more. Uh, people are becoming aware of these um, issues that go along with submission grappling because oh, it's been going, you know, people have been doing it for 20, 30 years in a, in a mass way. Um, and I saw, I, you know, my carotid collapsed. And uh, so I basically got one carotid artery. That was another part of the reason why I retired was not only the loss of use of my hand and the blindness and some of the mental problems I was suffering from. But in addition, um, I was only getting half of the oxygen to my brain that I was used to. And I was very much a wrestler that relied on my conditioning. I had techniques and stuff, but I was never big and strong. I was always lanky, but I could, I could outlast a lot of people. And when I could not really get the oxygen and I get lightheaded and, and faint, I knew it was really dangerous. I could function without the hand. I could kind of do without the, the, the vision, the peripheral vision, um, and even the cloudy thoughts. But once I couldn't breathe or get the oxygen because I was only had one carotid, I was like, I need to retire. And that's when I completely dedicated myself to, to excelling in coaching. Um, and I'd already really dedicated myself to coaching, but I had to, cause it was the only way I could stay involved with something that I love dearly. Right. So I do want to give a shout out to anybody that, um, has had to come back from a deb debilitating injury, especially one that leaves you open maybe to ridicule for people who don't know anything about it. Do you, does this, I don't know if this is making sense. So. For me, the atrophy from the carotid left me with a pencil neck, <laughs> for lack of a better term. And so I don't know if you can put yourselves in my shoes, but to be the guy that Billy Robinson made his right-hand man and said that due to Jake, without a doubt, catch wrestling was going to come back, to be the guy that was the go-between for Carl Gotch in the world uh, before his passing, that that has worked with guys like Wade Shallis and Mark Schultz, but to be that guy, and then to have your neck atrophy, and been and become a pencil neck wrestler, dude, it's like ridiculous, right? So I know that uh, the way that I look has stopped me from opportunities. Like I know this because I know there's guys 
that got the total meathead look like a fucking thumb with shoulders look and they're idiots and they don't know a, i'm just telling you they don't compare to what i offer and and they've gone ahead just because of they've got the look so i am hoping to inspire some people that have suffered from this kind of stuff uh dawn over at addicts club says to be able to address things like this is awesome makes you great jake more people need to hear this. That's why I'm doing it. It's not easy. It's not fun to uh, address, you know, things of this nature that that I had to overcome that were seriously debilitating and painful. And then on top of that, people that you don't know and have no idea of your value or what you have to offer just discriminate against you or rag on you. Um, so I'm doing this, hopefully, so younger people, these Gen Z people, these millennials, whoever, even if you're older, don't let that shit stop you, okay? So what I want you to emphasize is that when you have haters, it's a status symbol. It truly means you are doing something amazing. I mean, imagine looking like me and trying to be the leader of, of the toughest, most brutal grappling wrestling sport ever to exist that got the most impact. Imagine looking like me and having such an incredibly gorgeous wife, right? Do you understand? Hey, guys, it's Coach Jake with the number one podcast. And, you know, at number one coaching, we know that small business owners struggle to scale and increase their revenues. So we're here to help you. We believe that every single entrepreneur deserves the chance to win beyond their wildest dreams so that they can have peace of mind and abundance. We do that by increasing your revenue, teaching your sales strategies to increase your revenue, demolishing employee disengagement. And we do that really by transforming your sales managers into coaches that are concerned with putting points on the board, but those points are revenue. I want to help you. I'm here to help you. You don't have to go through your business life complacent, just accepting, reacting. Let's take charge. Let's win. You can head over to numberonecoaching.com, schedule an appointment. It's free. We can do a strategy session, 15 minutes for free. Numberonecoaching.com. Thanks. So, Fortunately, I'm confident I am not, I don't identify with my looks, so I don't really give a shit, but I know some people, it does harm them and, and holds them back, especially young people. So if you've got haters, remember it's a status symbol. And if you've got haters, you have to remember you, you know, they say sticks and stones, right? Well, use those sticks and stones that people throw at you verbally and build yourself an empire like I have at it. Okay, so the carotid, I was used to this and maybe I was uniquely designed for this role that I have. Uh, Carlos out there on Facebook. No worries, you got students with the look. I got your back. Yeah, I do. I do. I have world champions. I have Hall of Famers. I have Guinness record holders because they've actually not discriminated and they've listened. And they've weighed whether I'm doing something that's valuable or not. So anyway, 
I might be uniquely suited to this because I also, when I was in high school, suffered from, I had pediatric cancer. I had Hodgkin's lymphoma. I was diagnosed with as 15 years old. And I had just gotten my black belt in, uh, in karate back then. This is like when the karate kid was cool. I'm that old. I'm like 50 almost. So, um, I got my black belt. I was super, really in pretty good shape. I was about six foot, maybe 170 pounds, 175 pounds. And I got diagnosed in the fall or in the uh, spring, had a bunch of surgeries in the summer, uh, like um, exploratory, had, I don't know if you can see this scar. I don't know if you can see it there. Uh, Surgery on my neck, I had two of them, had all kinds of surgeries. And then started chemotherapy and radiation. And so the reason I say this is that in the span of about four months, I went from 175 pounds to 117 pounds at six foot tall. I looked like a concentration camp victim. It was bad. And I was 15, almost six. I had just turned 16 years old over the summer. And man, you know, kids can be brutal especially when they knew you as one thing and then you're on the other side just over summer when they don't see you again. And I was ridiculed and, and made fun of and kids were very cruel. This was 1989 for context. So um, I fought back there, conquered, got back into martial arts, built my health back up and then got hammered. And, you know, maybe the, the carotid dissection from the chokes was also part of uh, Part, due to some of the chemo and, and radiation. I don't know. I don't know. But they were definitely 30 years apart. Anyway, you have to fight back. And I share this story so hopefully anybody with a similar story doesn't give up and is inspired by the success that I've had despite all this shit. Right? You've got to address this stuff head on. And that's why I'm doing it because there was this, you know, people were really being pretty rude and insensitive on this social media post. Uh, and, you know, what am I going to do? Get mad? I mean, these people are, are probably mentally deficient anyway, but I can hopefully use this to say you're never going to get rid of oatmeal for brain dummy meatheads, but you can uh, be stronger for it. And that's really the point here. Right. So, you know, a lot of this is just sheer commitment that I've made to be the best, to be the number one leading person in this particular field. We've got a comment. Hobo Lunafart says, I have asthma and I felt embarrassed using my inhaler. Yeah, using until my teammate came up to me when I was using and told me he had asthma, forgot his inhaler and asked for a club. It killed the awkward. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, Jay Calway, wait, Karate Kid isn't cool anymore. No one told me. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is. I, I mean, all that new uh, Netflix stuff. Aiden says, what's up? Um, I don't know. Is this resonating with any of you guys? Is this, I don't know if this is of any uh, value to any of you guys. If, if you like it, give me a one, uh, number one in the comment. I'm going to continue, okay? So, you know, even overcoming like all these health issues that I had, then I had to face this other challenge of discrimination, right? Because my atrophied neck, as a result of these injuries from the sport, then became a target for, for cruelty, 
cruel comments, mockery, all that shit without even knowing anything about me, right? But I refuse to let these haters define me. There is a great, one of, one of my heroes is a psychiatrist, rebel psychiatrist named Thomas Zaz. I was fortunate to give him his, his last radio interview before he passed away, I think in his 90s. Brilliant guy, but like total fighter. <laughs> Stood up against the entire pharmaceutical uh, industry and won. Like his arguments are still resounding today. Anyway, he has this famous phrase. He says, you know, the law of the jungle is eat or be eaten. While in the modern world, that's converted. Define or be defined. And I refuse to let these people fucking define me. So I turned that negativity into fuel, which now to this day pushes me even harder in my pursuit of excellence and impact with regards to bringing wrestling to martial arts, to weaponizing wrestling, to digging up the gems and mining the gems in the history of catch, sketch, can wrestling, making them relevant for the fight game today, innovating. Because of all that negativity, man, it's fuel for me now. I know a lot of you guys, like Hobo Lunafar, best, one of the best social media handles of all time, by the way. <laughs> I know you guys have faced adversities, maybe not the same, but two. Okay. It could be in sports, could be in life in general, but everybody's got challenges in their life, right? We have to remember that. When we're just on social media making fun of somebody. And we have to remember that when that happens to us. Because we are not defined by what has happened to us, but how we handle it and how we rise above and how we overcome. Let your passion drive you. Don't be afraid to lean on people for support. I mean, I've had a bunch of people jump on here, defend me online. I appreciate all of that, sincerely. Every, we're all in this together, right? So all of you guys, my story, it's not the craziest, but it is a testament to the power of perseverance, to be having it like an indomitable will or whatever you want to call it, a fighting spirit. And I want you guys all to know you have that too. All right, so I don't want to dwell on it. If you guys have questions or comments, uh, hit me up in the chat. I've been absolutely blessed, you know, like despite that. So one of the things I always remember is that, you know, sometimes these comments can hurt. But I remember like, okay, some joker nobody online who very well could be a sock puppet fake account of one of my competitors. I know this has happened. I caught him red handed uh, ragging, trying to fucking bring me down to put themselves up. But I remember, like, who is this fucking idiot? Either they're, like, some obscure or person that has never done anything, or they are, again, a fake account. Why care about them when I've had legends, guys like Frank Shamrock, serious legend in MMA, endorse and support me. Josh Barnett, going on the largest podcast, Joe Rogan. And, and 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 putting over my body of work. Wade Shallis working with me, trusting me. Uh, Carl Gotch, Billy Robinson. I had one friend, Kenny. He he likened me, and he's a champion wrestler, likened me to, to he called me the Freddie Roach 
of, uh, of grappling, of catch wrestling. So, guys, I really appreciate you. Um, if I can help you guys in any way, let me know. You know, one of the things that, not only that, that the tattoo, Perespera ad Astra, which means through adversity to, through the stars, but another one is, you know, persistence prevails where all else fails. That one really got me through some rough times. And this too shall pass. All right, guys. I want you to embrace the fight. It's always a fight. Whether you're on the mat or you're in the cage or it's online in some douchebag, you got to fight, dude. You got to fight for what you want. You can't roll over. You can't, even if you're hurt, it's, it, you get hurt when you get in fights, but you got to win, right? So remember, success, winning, while it's about what you accomplish, it's not just about what you accomplish. It's also about what you inspire other people to do. So if you are inspiring people, I would suggest that you do, as my coach, Billy Robinson, would suggest, do it again. Thanks, guys, for listening. If I, uh, listen, I'm here to help you guys with anything. Oh, nice. Carlos sent me a number one. Thank you, sir. Uh, this weekend, we are in Denver. It's going to be amazing. Super duper excited. Uh, like I said, we're even having um, our newest affiliate out of uh, Coliseum MMA in Oklahoma run by the Brown family. These are the guys that went viral. They were on Joe Rogan's podcast. Chiel Sonnen was talking about them. <laughs> All these guys about the uh, Oklahoma wrestlers that got in that fight in the bathroom went viral. They're coming to our camp. It's going to be sick, dude. We got people coming from all over the country, man. I'm excited. If you can make it, do so. Don't miss out. We also have the camp with me and Billy uh, uh, Billy Scott happening out in um, uh, Charlotte coming up after that. And then the big event, Pinion Hill is going to have Wade Shallis, me, and Josh Barnett all in the Mojave Desert at the Pinion Hills Labyrinth Martial Arts uh, Retreat. Hit me up, guys. I want you guys to be there. Marcus Whitehead giving a Wigan in the house. All right, dude. You're the second UK guy. You know, I'm so glad that we were able to go out there um, in 2011 and, uh, and meet with uh, Andrea and Roy and um, to see them be inspired and start doing their own thing. They're doing fantastic stuff at the Snake Pit Wigan. Um, happy to see you here, Marcus. Uh, guys, if I can be of assistance to you, whether that be through grappling or business coaching, that's my other passion, I'm here for you. Remember, scientificwrestling.com or number one coaching, spelled like number one coaching.com. All right, guys, if I can help you, I'm going to jump off here in about two seconds. I actually kept it short to 25 minutes today. Uh, that wasn't a bunch of questions. That's, I think, because of uh, we didn't get too many questions. Uh, but hit me up, okay? And I'll try to address them in a future show, or we can do it live. You just got to hit me up in the comments. Appreciate you guys listening, and we will talk very soon. Oh, wait, got a... Carmen gave me a number one before we jump out. Thanks, Carmen. Appreciate you. See ya. Are you coming with, uh, with uh, Marco this weekend? I'm not sure. Anyway, I hope to see you. Guys, I will talk to you very soon. Maybe tomorrow, hopefully. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the number one podcast. I am your host, Coach Jake. 
And as ever, please, if you enjoyed this episode, share it, pass it along, hit like, all that, smash the like button, whatever. Please help us get the word out. My mission is to help as many people as possible. Head over also to numberonecoaching.com. We are here to help you with your small business, help it succeed, help it grow, and help you thrive and become number one.